Hello and welcome to another edition of The Stew with JT Brew on Dynasty Pros Football Channel. I'm your host, Justin Taylor. Joining me today, Dalton Cates from Stealing Lines is here. We are going to talk NFL season-long bets, what we like, some interesting bets, uh, all kinds of good stuff. So stick with us here. The Stew begins now. Uh, you up on trades and wire moves. You ain't designed to lose. Find you jumping over seemingly nothing. Racking up points makes the game a little more fun to watch. Can drop release. We started with the mock draft and now we making a mockery of the leaderboard. Quite obviously not a scrub to start an institute. Make evaluations like a commissioner do. It's to the point your wife make you watch in a different room. Update your roster and pick and choose when you get some news. Not much that we enjoy more than sifting through sifting through new statistics to make it to our end zones through different groups. Universities, institutes, down to homies who click in groups. I introduce Welcome to the Stew with JT Brew. Thanks for being with us. Dalton, I appreciate you being here, man. Me, we met at the Fantasy Expo. We got to ride with my buddy John McGlynn over to Canton. Uh, it was great getting to know you. Thanks for jumping on the show. I appreciate it. Of course, fun time. That intro is fire, by the way. I don't know whoever is rapping that, but they got some bars there. Graphics look incredible, man. Way to start us off, man. I, incredible. I appreciate it. Uh, and I love when people say that because I like to shoot, uh, do a shout out to my boy Chase Baby. If you don't know him, a local rapper from Champaign, Illinois, look up his stuff on Bandcamp. All kinds of good stuff. He's coming out with some new material here soon. So check him out on Bandcamp. Chase Baby, uh, fantastic local rapper. Love that dude. He kicked that out for me. I love it. I appreciate it big time. So let's get right into it. We're going to talk on this segment kind of about some of our season-long bets, stuff that we personally like, and some other bets that we're, we think are interesting and kind of out there. Um, and and kind of see seasons come up here pretty soon. I always hate to wait because I get there and I'm like, oh, I want to put that season long bet in and I forget about it. The season starts and some of those bets get either taken off the board altogether or the lines change big time after week one. So I like to get in there early, get people a little heads up of stuff to be looking for. Let's just jump right into the main thing. Super Bowl odds, Super Bowl winner. Obviously, Chiefs, Eagles, Bills, Niners, those are the the big dogs. Those are the favorites right now. Is there any one you like personally uh, of one of the favorites, or is there like good money you like on just the odds on a certain team? Um, I'm not really like betting specifically into that market right now. I try and find alternate ways to bet teams I like right now because I think for the most part, all the good value has kind of been siphoned out of that market because it's been up there for like four or five months. So, mm-hmm. um, but th- there's a few teams that I kind of am eyeing. Um, they're a little bit down the board. I like the Chargers. Um, I like the Jaguars as well. I think they're both interesting teams. I think the biggest issue is just AFC is kind of loaded. So even if they're having really good seasons, they go against the Chiefs or they go against the Ravens or they go against the Bills or like another really good team in the playoffs. Now, like that's completely gone. So I think, I think there's a lot more variance with those AFC teams. And I think it's fun to kind of look down the board because they kind of have the ability to take that next step with the quarterbacks there. The rest of the roster looks really good. So I think, I think those are a couple fun teams. I also think if you're betting Super Bowl, like going to maybe like, even though the Eagles are like eight, nine to one, you can still get some value on them because the NFC is kind of not that good this year. And you could really mm-hmm. kind of, talk yourself 
into really only a couple teams. I think like the Niners, the Eagles, maybe like the Cowboys or one of those other teams that maybe takes the next step, but it's really, really um, not a lot of depth in the NFC. So taking, you know, maybe that might be a solid play as well. Yeah, I agree with you hundred percent. I, the one team that kind of stands out for me, if I want to take a little more of a long shot is the chargers right now, they're at plus 2100 on FanDuel. So that's a team that if I'm going to take an AFC team, I kind of want to take one of those long shots, but also like you said, the NFC, I feel it's really wide open. I mean, it's, it feels like it's the Niners Eagles all the way, but if you can get some really good value on someone down the board, that's kind of what I'm leaning. Also bet that I've kind of, found interesting the last couple of years i always think people should check out that a lot of people forget about is the head-to-head matchup of what you can pick early in the season so i wouldn't mind taking like an eagles niners to play pick so pick one of the favorites in the afc take say the chiefs try to do an eagles chiefs or eagles niners or sorry chiefs niners matchup in advance where you're picking the exact matchup and maybe you get a little bit more you know value there as opposed to just picking the straight out winner i'm not usually a big taking the super bowl right away like you said just like it just feels like there's not a ton of Sorry, I got muted there for a second. I, I like to take those, some of those other bets and, and kind of do the same thing. So I, I like where your where your head's at on that for sure. Um, let's jump into season long win totals over under. Is there anything kind of jumping out to you on the market right now? I know we've had a couple months uh, where the schedule's been out and people kind of been talking about it. Uh, you know, here this way. Is there anything that's kind of jumping at you as we've gone through preseason and closer to the season now? Yeah, NFC South or the sorry, the AFC South has been a pretty big hammer for me. And I feel like out of all the divisions, I feel like I have the best kind of idea or projection of how it's going to play out. And I think for me, it's just really leaning into the Jaguars being good, taking their over right now, Um, really leaning into some of the teams with rookie quarterbacks, like the Panthers, maybe taking their under um, Colts, taking their under. Um, Texans have kind of moved in a position where I took their over at five and a half and now they're at six and a half. And I think the under six and a half is, is pretty good. So kind of fading some rookie quarterbacks. You rarely see, um, rookie quarterbacks win a lot of games. And I think you can make an argument for all three rookie quarterbacks that are starting that they don't necessarily have the best skill position talent around them in the offense, or even really like incredible defense i think you make an argument that maybe the panthers are but they're also at a seven and a half win total versus like the texans and the colts at six and a half so um and i also don't know if these quarterbacks are on the same level as some of these like elite quarterback prospects coming out where they can maybe mask some of these deficiencies i think these are teams that i'm i'm kind of just leaning um towards fading with inexperience, they're going to make mistakes. And I just don't know if there's enough around them to kind of mask that right now. Whereas year two, I might be, those might be fun teams to kind of um, bet on as undervalued um, teams. 
Yeah, I like where your head's at on that. I, I think the same thing. You get a little bit of that rookie height. People like those QBs. So maybe the wind totals are a little bit uh, overblown. I kind of like what you're saying. I think under uh, if those teams are sitting at six, six and a half, I kind of like the under on those as well. A uh, couple teams that I was expecting the lines to move a little bit more than they have in the last you know couple months. Few teams I like. We talked about the Chargers already at uh, – Super Bowl odds, they're sitting at nine and a half wins. Very difficult schedule, really tough conference division, but they're only at minus 120 on DraftKings right now. I like the over there. I think that team, all the injuries last year, everything that happened on defense, Herbert playing basically the entire year injured. I just feel like that team is going to be legit this year. I can't see them losing, you know, nine games, eight, nine games. I think they get to 10 wins uh, at minus 120. I like that. What do you think about the Chargers? Yeah, no, I, I love the Chargers this year. I think I think they're in a really, really strong spot to kind of be that post-hype sleeper. I, I wouldn't necessarily call them a sleeper, but in a sense of like a team that people really had high expectations for, they kind of underperformed um, last like year or two. And the things are in as good of a spot on paper wise and they, than they've ever been for them. And they're, they're not being talked about enough. Like you got um, probably one of the better offensive lines in the league. You got you know, a trio of wide receivers who are really skilled. Austin Eckler, if you want to add like four really good receiving weapons, um, Herbert's obviously there. You have Staley who was very aggressive uh in his first year coaching and i think that kind of gave them a little bit of an edge to kind of be aggressive and last year we kind of saw him be a little bit more timid so there's that possibility that maybe you know he kind of finds that balance and becomes a little bit more aggressive closer to what we saw in his first year which i think would give him an edge their defense um they dealt with injuries last year they're going to be getting their main guys back um so their defense also has a chance to be a top 10 unit as well so um it seems like yeah, they're in a very good spot, and yeah, their their schedule is not exactly like the the easiest, but it's all they're also one of the teams that are good enough to where other teams on their schedule they're looking at the Chargers like this is not going to be an easy game. Like you have to get through the Chargers kind of thing, and I think they're going to earn that respect this year when it comes to that. So I think they can beat the best of the best teams in the league. I think they can do really well within division. The Raiders. Uh, seem like a couple easy wins there. The Broncos now losing Judy. Um, who knows where they're going to be at? I still think they, they played the Chiefs well um, in recent memory. So, um, yeah, they're, they're, I think they're in a good spot right now. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Now, everybody knows I'm a Steelers fan, and I sometimes get blinded you know, by the light. And I'm like, ah, but they're sitting at eight and a half wins. I loved it early in the year. Tomlinson has never had a losing season his entire career. I took the over last year, at eight and a half. They got to it just barely. They got to nine. It's sitting at eight and a half. Again, I jumped in early at minus minus one twenty five. It's kind of moved up now. It's minus minus one forty. Um, where you can move it to nine and a half wins and it's now plus 125. Am I crazy or do you like this eight and a half or nine and a half wins to the Steelers? I think they can get to 10 or 11 wins this year. Nine, nine and a half for me feels, feels a little aggressive, but I, I, th I think the biggest issue with it is 
when you're looking at the team on paper, um, without looking at any of the schedule or anything, you I think it's very easy to make a case. This is a team that can easily win nine, 10 games. I think the thing that becomes a little bit tougher for me is when we're looking at the division they're in. Um, and now you have six games against the Bengals, um, the Ravens, who I think are going to be really good. And then the Browns who should see an uh, improvement with Watson now in his first full year there too. So I think when you're looking at that, now it's like you have six games that are extremely tough. And for me, like, I, it's hard for me to, like, pin, like, three wins there. I'd probably give them two. Maybe they're probably got, splitting with the Browns, maybe going one and three against the Ravens or Bengals. But, I mean, they always play division well, so you never know. But th- that's really hard. Like, that's that's a solid number of their schedule. They're also – they're going against – they're going to have some easy wins as well. Like I mentioned, they're going against the AFC South and the NFC West. So – you're getting the Texans, the Colts, the Titans that I think um, could be some easier wins. You're going against the Cardinals and the Rams. So um, naturally, there are going to be opportunities to, to win a lot of those easier games. Um, and then, I don't know. I think I think it just depends on how Pickett does. I think eight and a half, I do lean to the over on that. But again, it's really tough to see them like winning, like becoming like this true breakout team unless like there are injuries to some major players within division, whether that's Deshaun Watson, whether that's Lamar Jackson or Joe Burrow, or, you know, maybe some like Jamar Chase or T Higgins, those guys start to get hurt. You can really see the Steelers kind of being a team that has talent on paper that are able to take advantage of some of those matchups. But I think right now um, I, I struggle getting to those double digit wins with the Steelers, but I think, I think nine is probably a good, good benchmark right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I feel that. I'm like the eight and a half, even though it's up to minus 140, I probably still like it. Like I said, I think they get to nine. There's the, the non-conference, you know, non-division, I think, is a lot easier for them. I think they win yeah. a lot of those games. And again, and you're hoping they go three and three, two and four in the division. If they can do yeah. that, they get to nine or ten. Um, and so I, I, I really like that. I'm personally on that. Let's talk about some unders. Now, I'm I love to take the overs. Most of the betting public loves to take the overs. Everybody wants to bet on the winner, not the loser. What are some losers, some unders, some teams you think are not going to perform up to standard? Yeah. Um, one of my favorite things to do, and this just goes with my whole philosophy of betting is I like fading bad players and I like betting on good players. And it, it seems like the most simplistic thing ever, but like, I think there's a lot to it is I think, when you're projecting these teams that are you think are going to be bad, their lines are naturally going to be lower, but you can easily make cases of how things could get even worse for them or even like an immediate outcome. They're still not performing up to par. So um, Rams for me under, um, they're at six and a half right now. I got them at seven and a half. I still think six and a half is fine. Really, if anything happens to Cup, Stafford, or Aaron Donald, like ugh. – it's just going to get really bad. The that, that offensive line is going to be extremely rough. They really don't have a second option outside of Cup. Stafford has had neck issues. Like It could just take one hit, and Stafford could be out for the year. Um, Cup has been dealing with an injury. looks ready to go for week one, which is always promising. And then on the defensive side of things, like if you take Aaron Donald outside of that defense, that defense is probably the worst defense in the entire league. And how much is somebody, even as good as Aaron Donald, going to – able to mask that i have my genuine concern so it feels like the rams are kind of like this 
this fence right now that is being held together by three specific players. And if anything happens to one of them, they are that fence is going to collapse. And I think even with those three players, you are really struggling to find um, opportunities to where you have 19 other players on the rest of your team trying to make up for this, where they're going to be a massive disadvantage week to week against these other teams. So I like the Rams a lot. I'm a massive Cardinals fan. Um, we are going to be probably the worst team in the league this year. Um, they just traded Isaiah Simmons. Um, reports are basically that with the new regime coming in, they've kind of set up their plans in place to where they are trying to win in a sense with the roster they have, but they put their roster in a place to where it's almost going to be impossible to succeed. Defense is likely going to be bottom two, bottom three in the league. It's just completely depleted offensive skill wise. Kyler Murray might not be back till midway in the season. They might be so bad that they might just hold Kyler out for the rest of the year. Um, Marquise Brown's going to be there. But other than that, you got Michael Wilson, rookie starting in uh, two wide receiver sets. Um, you got Trey McBride there. James Conner is an injury away from us having like Marlon Mack or Keontae Ingram there. Offensive line could be decent um, with Paris Johnson, DJ Humphreys there. They got some fun pieces there. But again, just... It's the same thing with the Rams where the overall talent of the team is just so bad on a week-to-week basis. Even when you're playing, you know, some of the the worst teams in the league, it's going to be hard and they're going to have to grind out wins against them. And they're going against teams that are naturally better than them. Seahawks, 49ers, got four games against them. They're just going to obliterate them. Um, So those are other teams I like. And then Buccaneers as well are kind of in that same realm where you have Godwin, you have Evans, fun guys there. You got Tristan Wars um, there. Defense kind of mid. You're you're dealing with Baker Mayfield, Kyle Trask. An injury happens to somebody like you know Godwin or Evans. Now this passing attack is really really struggling to um, find some things. And I think the only thing keeping that offense alive is because they have two really good receivers. Where defenses kind of have to pick and prod and choose which ones to guard. But their their offense last year, even with Tom Brady, their offensive line was one of the worst in the league. Um, I get that they did have some injuries, but uh, still, like even in a division and which should be kind of weak. Um, it seems like they're kind of in the field for the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. I also think one thing as well when it comes to these unders, and especially this year, um, maybe more so than most, is we have to think about the idea of what some of these front offices might do in scenarios in which their team aren't good towards the end of the season, understanding that there is guys like Drake may and Caleb Williams at stake and which might be one of the best draft classes ever at the top of the draft. So if you're a team that is already out of it, what might the GM do? Well, they might bench their starting quarterback or they might rest somebody like Chris Goblin or Mike Evans. So if you think about these teams that might be in a scenario to get the number one overall pick, what they might do at the end of the season to put themselves in positions to, to uh, quote unquote lose games or just not be as talented as the other teams. So I think that is at play as well for some of these teams. It's also my uh, philosophy when it comes to fading some of those teams that, that could use somebody like Caleb Williams or Drake may next year. Mm-hmm. I am a hundred percent with you on these bets. I, th- these are the ones I, I loved as well. I think Tampa six and a half is, uh, you know, they're an injury away from being an absolute disaster. The Rams, like you said, spot on on them six and a half. I'm shocked. It's that high. Uh, and Cardinals, Four and a half. I know it's not a lot of wins, but man, I just the only wins I even see is them playing the Rams and like other games like that. So I that's a team I you know at minus one twenty, 
uh, for the under on the Cardinals right now. I'm like, I'm surprised it's not more like 140, 150. I'm jumping all over those before it's too late. Um, the other one I like on top of the three you said, I'm all all in on those ones, is the Raiders. I think it's six and a half. It's it's it, you, it was seven and a half earlier in the year. It's now down to six and a half. It's minus 130 on DK. Uh, but a Jimmy G injury, a Devontae injury, a Jacobs, something happens to him. This team is not good defensively. I am all they're by far the worst team in their division in a really tough division. I six and a half to me just seems really tough for them to get to. What do you think about the Raiders? Yeah, no, I think I think they're also in a position too where if you see the Broncos kind of take that next step, and again, like with the Judy thing, it kind of makes it a little tough, but their defense is really good. Russell Wilson with Sean Payton. If if they take that next step, now you're looking at six games that are really tough. I think you're also playing the AFC East as well, so you're playing um, Bills, Dolphins, Jets on your schedule. You're also playing the NFC North where you might be able to squeak out some wins against like the bears or Vikings or Packers like that, that division is, is there's some winnable games there, but um, yeah, like I said, we touched on, you know, the chargers, why we like them and the chiefs as well. I think that, I think the question is, is right now you have Devonte, which I think is really good. And their offense was pretty decent last year. Um, but again, it's, it's one, it's a, it's in the same scenario where if, an injury happens is very easy to see that team just collapsing like a Devonte injury. That team just absolutely collapses. They're also in a boat as well to, if they were to be not in playoff contention, you know, something happens, you know, maybe, you know, Devonte Adams has like a slight calf injury and they decide to, to rest him for a game or just something along those lines. They're, they're in the realm where that is a possibility. So I think it's a fun play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you think division wise? Is there any you know bets you like either single division? Do you like a couple you know combo parlays? I, I always take one crazy where I take every division yeah. and I put a winner in for like five or ten dollars at like plus six thousand. Like I, I've got I'll throw it up to the listeners this one bet. Right now it's plus sixty thousand. 429 on uh, I sent it to you. Yeah, I was like, I'm sure you looked at it like this guy's a lunatic. No, well, I do the plus same 60, thing. Plus 60,000 right now on uh, DraftKings. Eight parlay. I took Bengals, Jets, Jags, Chiefs, Eagles, Niners, Falcons, Lions to win the division. A $10 bet pays me out over six grand. What kind of you win? What's a crazy Hail Mary bet that you like thrown in as far as division winners? I'm going to be completely honest. I think I have that same exact one. I think I think I have the same I love exact it. one. I, love it. See, I, think, I think I got, yeah, Bengals, Jets, Jags, Chiefs, Eagles. Yeah, that's exactly what I got. Because I'm, I'm big on the Falcons and Lions um, as well. So it's kind of nice to get that. I think, I think I did it like right when the Rodgers news happened. So I wanted to take advantage of like the line. And even though they got Rodgers, I think it was already baked into the price of them getting him. So I don't think the line moved too much, but – yeah, I definitely have that same one there somewhere in my bet slip uh, to win like yeah, like six to ten grand. So we'll see. Hopefully it hits. <laughs> Hopefully it becomes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be that'd be fantastic. I mean, the Jets is the one I'm worried about. That AFC East is real tough. Yeah. but it was plus two fifty. I the Falcons. I found that NFC South is just wild. 
You never yeah. know. So I love the plus 260 on the Falcons to win that. And then the NFC North, yeah, that's going to be a mess. Who knows what's going to happen there? Yeah. I like the Lions. I got them at plus 145. So I like to throw those in with a couple favors, but but that was one of my favorite bets. I was like, oh, I love this. My absolute crazy other bet was uh, I took a four-team early, early in the season. I absolutely, I'm going to be honest and just tell people I took this bet. I hate it now, but I took it earlier in the year. I took Bears, Colts, Steelers, Niners, and a four-teamer. It was plus 34,000. Now, this is before all the JT stuff happened with the Colts. Mm-hmm. I thought they had an outside shot. I I, I thought the schedule was easy. I was talking myself into it as a cold season ticket holder. I was going to throw that out there so people know that I'm a little biased on that. So if you're looking at me like, what is this guy? I think that's why. Um, I thought they could get to like nine or ten wins and maybe tie and win a tiebreaker for the division on the Jags possibly. But I am really not liking that now. I was on the over six and a half earlier in the year. I'm – kind of leaning hard into that they might be like a three-win team now i'm 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 out on the colts right now the jt situation doesn't get fixed i i hate yeah. it i just think this team could plummet um the bears were plus 300 when i took this bet the colts were 650 uh the steelers i still like as an outside shot i got them at plus 600 i think it's at like 450 on most sites now i got them early like I said do i think they run away that division absolutely not I, I was betting on a tiebreaker scenario where maybe they go 10 and seven in a really tough division. Somehow they end up getting a tiebreak win. And then I threw on the favorite, the Niners. Cause I just think there's no way the Niners are not winning that division. I just, I just don't think there's any way they're not winning it unless they just have catastrophic injuries across the board. Uh, but I got them at minus minus one sixty, So I threw in $15 on that bet to win a little over five grand. I felt great about it two months ago, not feel so good about it right now, but at least I only had $15 on it. Yeah. I think, I think it's just a tough one with the, I think the divisions are always so tough where there's always going to be one team that you don't expect to have happen. But for the most part, it's like pretty fluid. Like if we look at it year to year, it's like, okay, like looking back on it, there's always like one or two surprise teams. Like last year, like, Seahawks, I think Giants, Vikings kind of popped up too. Um, but like, yeah, the rest of the teams, especially like ASU side, it's like Bills, Chiefs, Bengals, like kind of like the teams that you would expect to be there. Um, so it's like, it's like kind of like picking and choosing your spots, right? It's like, yo, like which, what are my like one or two teams that I think are like undervalued, like in the division and just like kind of like throwing in for fun. So I like doing that as well, though. Just like one or two teams, throw them in and they throw some, uh, you know, some ones that you kind of have more confidence in. Like you mentioned the Niners where your confidence plays, so you kind of throw them in there, so it's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is there anybody other than the Niners that you really like? I just – I feel like the AFC East is really tough. It's That's going to be yeah. a toss-up division. I feel like the NFC East, even though I, I think the Eagles are really good, I think that's a really toss-up division. Um, they're, they're making the playoffs, but it's, you know, could they possibly lose a tiebreaker in the division? Maybe. Um, the long shots, you know, I think right now for me, a, uh, NFC South is, you know, wide open. I feel like you could yeah. go a bunch of different ways on there. I feel like the NFC North is wide open. So if you had to go like, hey, I'm going to go a little crazy 
I'm going to go a little nuts. I'm going to throw some like underdogs together. What's like two, three, four teams you would throw together and maybe a wild Hail Mary uh, a parlay for the divisions? Um, I think the lines have moved to a point where like I'm not really confident in this, but I did some when the Falcons were like four to one, they were like a pretty big hammer for me. I, I really like the Falcons in the division. Um, the entire NFC South schedule is like really easy just because you're playing your own division. You're also playing the AFC South. Um, I would say them. I think the Seahawks become like slightly interesting if anything happens to Purdy um, and you're stuck with Darnold there. I do think the Niners have, just have so much talent all the way around, but I think the Seahawks also, their offense could be legit and their defense took a step last year. So they're interesting. I also think um, the Chargers, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest, I don't think there's any team that I'm betting on right now that is outside of like currently top two in their division. Um, for me, it was the Falcons. The Falcons were like third best odds in their division. They moved to second best. Um, who else? Who else did I bet on? Uh, the Jets were like second best. They've kind of stayed there. The Chargers have stayed at the second best. Seahawks have Seahawks started at third best. Somehow they were um, the Rams had better odds in them right when it opened. They were like six to one. Uh, other than that, like, yeah, I'm, I'm not really going too far down the board, but there are a lot of second place teams I like that are with their odds. I'd say Falcons, Chargers, Jets would be like a fun one that I could do. I think the Ravens are interesting too um, in the division. And then. Yeah, that's really it. I just, I just, it's hard for me to see like Washington, those Giants winning. It's hard for me to see like Panthers or Bucks winning. It's hard for me to see the Cardinals or Rams winning. It's hard for me to see the Broncos or Raiders winning. Um, hard for me to see, you know, Texans or Colts winning. Hard for me to see the Patriots winning. So I think if there's a division where it could happen, I think the AFC North would be a fun division because I think you make case for that. I think the NFC North could be a fun division to kind of sprinkle some things in there. And then I think the AFC East you have like three teams that could win. So I think if you're going to do some like long shots, like those would be the three divisions I would kind of hone in on, just find like fun ways to play those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with you on that. That That's where I'm at on those. I appreciate you coming on here. Dalton, tell everybody kind of where they can find all your info, everything if they want to look more into, you know, what you do on your end. Yeah, so you can find my stuff at uh, Stealing Lines. So um, it's on a sub stack. Also, you can follow me on um, currently the X at uh, Dalton underscore Kates. Um, and basically what it is that I do is we have a sub stack where we post our bets weekly. Also, try and keep it education-based as well, like process-driven, trying to like explain my process as much as possible. Like hopefully give like insights to, you know, try and, you know, hopefully make people um, smarter, smarter betters and just ways to think about certain markets and, and where to attack it, when to not attack it. Um, Cause that's important to me. I want to make sure, you know, like we're doing this for fun and it's for entertainment, but also like, can we also do it at the same time? And can we also make sure that we're being responsible while we are betting so uh, that's important to me as well. I also have a Discord as well, but that's also through Stealing Lines where we give like up-to-date notifications. So if I have a pick or something, I'll go ahead and put it in our Discord so people can immediately get it. And then the Substack's more just like longer form of it when the lines aren't moving, giving like some main key bets uh, for the week and also for the season with like some more detailed information, like article-driven type analysis. So. Mm. 
Yeah, I love I love what you guys are doing over there. I was uh, I suggest everybody check it out. You know, I'm the same way as you. I I, I want to bet for fun. I'm not a professional gambler. I like to do things that makes it more interesting for me. But I love to see you know kind of lines play some of the you know the fun scenarios. But also you know I want to be informed. I want to know kind of what I'm doing. And so I always want to look at like people like you in the business that are, that are kind of doing things that are you know informational, letting people know you know this is what you can and can't do. Like, this is what we like. This is kind of what we're leaning on. Um, and like I said, the more informed you are, you know, the better you can be as far as just, you know, you don't want to be just chasing stuff, chasing stuff like crazy. You know, we want this to be fun. That's, that, that's the idea is, is let's have a good time with this. And, and the more you can be informed and be prepared, I think, it helps, you know, the enjoyment factor. So I love that. I appreciate you coming on here. Uh, great talk here on the NFL, you know, pre uh, preseason, before the season starts, some best of stuff we like. You can always check me out at JT Orange on X Twitter, like I like to call it, the X Twitter. Uh, also, follow the show page, JT Brew Stew on the X Twitter is JT Stew Brew. Some people are like, ah, it's a, a little bit difficult, but it is. But check that out. Also, jump on Dynasty Pros YouTube channel. Follow us. Subscribe on there. You get my stuff plus a bunch of other great shows uh, that we do on there. And if you're an IDP fan, I always tell people, jump on DLF. I do my rankings and all kinds of IDP content on there. I appreciate everybody checking us out here on this episode of Stu Talk a little gambling, which we're going to talk a lot more now the season's getting underway. Uh, may all your draft picks hit and the trading never quit. Check you guys later. Uh, you up on trades and why you move? You ain't designed to lose. Find you jumping over seemingly nothing, racking up points makes the game a little more fun to watch. Can drop release. We started with the 